I'm going to call every single one of your coworkers and say, has Ty been a stinky boy this month? Hey everyone, and welcome to A Thing A Month, also known as Adam, the monthly challenge podcast. This is part two of a two-part series, so I definitely recommend listening to this episode after you've listened to the first one. I'm your host, Cody Kovar, and today I'm joined by guest co-host Shia LaBeouf. How are you doing, Shia? Don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. I'm joined by guest co-host Ty Maidens. How are you doing today, Ty Maidens? I'm doing really good, man. How about you? Oh, I'm living the dream every single day. Shia would be proud. Every Yeah, exactly. Don't let your dreams be dreams. I think that's kind of kind of be like our unsung mascot of the show <laughs> is Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. Um, Shia, please, please come on, Adam. We would absolutely love for you to come on. What um, challenge you'd have for you for a month. Oh, God. I, there is no telling. Um, <laughs> watch a Shia LaBeouf movie every day for 30 days. Uh, you imagine? <laughs> I mean, okay, that's no, that's no, like, I'm not dragging him or anything. He's a great, he's great, but I just don't know that I could look at the same person in 30 different roles and not be able to like separate the two. You know what I mean? <laughs> we can just watch Holes every day for 30 days. <laughs> holes? Oh, dude, that would be some. I would not be able to watch that movie ever again. So we are done with cold showers. Today was our, our very last one. I... I can't believe that, actually. I mean, it feels like just yesterday we started this challenge, and I, in the back of my mind, I keep thinking that I have more cold showers to come. I know. I, it's really weird knowing that, like, it's no longer going to be a requirement. I know, like, nothing is ever really required, but it's no longer going to be a thing that it's like we're forcing ourselves to do, you know? It's kind of weird that, like, we've already done it for the full 28 days. It almost, it doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel real. It's crazy to me that it went by so fast. I mean, I think a big part of it was that I didn't hate it that much, like as much as I would have expected at the beginning. So it didn't feel like some long, miserable, dragging on part of my life. It just felt like an everyday piece of the puzzle for me. I could not have said it any better myself. An everyday piece of the puzzle. And that's pretty much how I felt. Um, 90 to 99% of the time, I did not feel like it was effort, right? It was just what I did for the day. Yeah, and you know, a thing for me that I really started to pick up on was that, you know, we talked a little bit in the beginning about showers coming in a utilitarian sense, right? Mm -hmm. I noticed that it really began to feel that way where like I no longer was taking showers for the enjoyment or relaxation or whatever else. I was just taking them because it was a part of my day. However, I did start to enjoy them enough that I wasn't jumping in and out of the water and, and hating it. I was just, you know, kind of stepping in, getting myself wet, and it didn't feel it didn't feel like anything was off or anything was, I guess, unenjoyable, so to speak. It just felt like, I don't know, I guess I did start to enjoy them. It's hard to put that into words. Like, I'm not going to say I love them, but I'm not going to say that I hated them anymore. I just started to, that was part of my day that I actually looked forward to a little bit. I know it sounds so weird, and I know our listeners are probably going to think that there might be something wrong with us, but... I could not agree more. You know, there's there's a certain feeling that you get when you're sitting in a warm water, when the hot water is just pouring all over you, and it just feels comfortable, and when you finish and you get out, and it's just like, yeah, that happened, but I'm super relaxed, and everything's kind of just going nice and slow, but there's something about it when the cold water hits you, and then you get used to the cold water, 
that just feels that just feels so much different like it feels better arguably like whenever that cold water hits you and you get used to it it's almost more comfortable than whenever the hot water hits you and you get used to it and i almost it's almost hard to put into words how that makes sense but i absolutely feel that way like the cold water is almost just more reinvigorating from the get-go yeah you know what I feel like, I feel like when I do take a cold shower, like, like, you know, I, I mentioned, I believe that most of the time my showers take place after a workout. I'm not, but I'm not like you. I don't shower in the morning. I shower after my workout generally at night and then intermittently as I'm active and need it. Um, I think that that's just the perfect time for a cold shower, which has really kind of, I think been one of the key reasons that I have enjoyed these and not been you know so adverse to them i think that being able to you know wake up in the morning and and take a cold shower is something that you got to experience and on my side i got to experience being sweaty after a workout so so i'm surprised you didn't have a more adverse reaction to these cold showers so i'm not gonna lie to you morning cold showers are by far not as enjoyable as a cold after a cold shower after a workout because I'm going to be 100% honest with you cold showers after a workout I wish I could do every single day like I wish I could have the most intense workout session every single day and then pop in a cold shower right afterwards that would be the most amazing thing unfortunately scheduling and you know not killing your body is going to not let that happen so here's here's a little little anecdote for you the other day uh it was last week sometime i believe i went to the gym and i was like my goal was to have a very very good and long workout session and it was a just a solid upper body day um i only planned on doing a little bit and then going on the bike and then i was like oh you know what i'm gonna make it a full full full-on session and so i totally blasted my upper body and then i got on the bike and I was like, well, I'm going to bike for a couple miles. And then I was like, no, further, further, further. And eventually I got to, I biked 10 miles. And then I, uh, I was also on the bike for over 30 minutes, right? So I biked over 10 miles. I was exhausted. I was breathing heavy. And then I got back home from the gym. I was still exhausted, still sweaty. That was single-handedly the best shower that I had ever had in my entire life. And like, That is not, I'm not being hyperbolic. I am not trying to exaggerate for effect. That is legitimately the best shower that I've ever had. Like I stepped into the freezing water and it just felt amazing, right? It was like the equivalent of jumping into the pool on a hot summer's day. It just felt so good. And it was like my body was rewarding me for doing something right. And I I washed and I got out and I did exactly what we talked about in the first episode. I put on my my flannel sweatpants and I put on a sweater and everything just felt so good. Like I really wish that I could emulate that feeling all the time. And it kind of made me realize that there really is a perfect time of day for cold showers, right? Cold showers simply aren't as good in the morning. I would still prefer to just rinse off, rinse my body, make sure that I'm smelling good. Um and then really take a, a shower after the gym every single day. That would be my most ideal routine. Um, and I'm speaking, you know, retroactively, of course. I think I wish I would have done that more often. Yeah, and you know what? I think that I'm kind of, 
on the same page with you. Like, I'm going to make a callback to something you just said, and that is you referencing jumping in the pool on a hot summer's day. For me, that's like the ideal analogy for the way I want my showers to be going forward. I know that we kind of talk about long-term effects and, and how we can integrate these newfound habits into our day-to-day. I think that the best thing that I could do for myself is to keep my showers nice and cool, break that bad habit, continue to use less water with these shorter showers, and, and there's nothing more refreshing than jumping in the pool on a hot summer's day. Maybe that means I tick the water up a few degrees where it's not quite freezing, but nonetheless, I think that that nice, cool, refreshing shower is something that I could sustain long-term and wouldn't be miserable by any means. I think that that's the perfect way to kind of integrate this and keep it as a part of my day-to-day and not go back to the bad habits I had before. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the things that we talked about going into this, right, this is way off, this is before Adam even existed as a, a physical thing. It was the idea of doing things sustainably, but not necessarily those exact things, right? We talked about taking cold showers, maybe not for the effects of cold showers, but for the other things. Like, what are the effects of taking a cold shower? So, you know, for example, there's on the docket, there's the one punch man challenge. And that's like 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats, and running 6.2 miles every single day. And there's, you know, eating vegan for a day. All these different things that a lot of people would see as not sustainable long-term. And that's that's okay. Like, these things don't have to be sustainable for you to feel the effects. And going into this, we were talking about cold showers and what is that going to do for us. We don't have to take cold showers every day as long as we do it and we get the effects that we're looking for kind of thing. Like, we talked about finding finding willpower in doing this whole experiment, right? Doing this challenge should theoretically give us more willpower and more power over ourselves. And, you know, I can't help but to feel that I have gained a little bit more willpower. And, you know, I, I say that in such a way that I don't mean that I'm like, oh man, I am truly the master of my own body and I can will myself to do the things that I don't want to do because there are still things that I don't want to do and I sometimes don't do them. It's, it's, it's going to be hard to put into words. I can, I now know that with my body, when I make things not an option, I can do them, right? Like this entire month, not taking a cold shower was not an option. When I woke up one morning and it was 28 degrees and I was freezing cold because I forgot to put the heater on the night before, I wanted to put, I wanted to pop into a warm shower, but that wasn't an option for me. That was, that violated what I told myself was going to happen for the entire month. And so I didn't do it. And that kind of puts things into, into perspective a little bit differently. Let's do a little callback here. You know, we talked about me doing the countdown before I got into things, right? Like before I get up in the morning, I do that countdown, the 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, or 10, 9, 8, 7, or however high of a number, depending on how tired I am and how lazy I, my tired brain decides it's going to be. I still do that, right? That's like me like saying, oh, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it eventually. Those things did not inherently change, right? But whenever the things approach that feel daunting and that they're going to take a long time to do, 
I don't give myself an out like I used to. Like there are things like, you know, with work or, you know, uh, things that I used to not want to do for school. Like there was like assignments that were coming up and I could talk my way into procrastinating further and procrastinating further and stuff like that. Like, oh, well, you know, that can really be done tomorrow. But I almost feel a shift in how my brain is working and that not doing things is truly not an option like I used to think they were. I know that sounds horrible and like I'm a totally lazy person, but part of my brain just doesn't want to do things sometimes. And I, I truly do feel like that has lessened since we started doing this. I think that we're all, as people, natural procrastinators. We want to not do the things that make us uncomfortable, right? So I know you're talking a little bit about your countdown. For me, one thing I mentioned in the last episode was taking three breaths and stepping in. Because the fact of the matter is, even though I may have started to enjoy the cold showers a little bit, once I'm in them, there's still the hurdle of getting in the shower because you know it's gonna be uncomfortable, right? So so for me, like I think that absolutely, like I've seen a willpower increase and, and not in the ways I expected, but I've seen myself develop more willpower to just do those things that I might not want to do right now. Um, prime example, obviously being the showers, but another one just being, you know, day-to-day chores and tasks. You know, there's, I hate ironing clothes and folding clothes, man. I, I absolutely cannot stand it. However, I, I look at it and I'm like, you know what? I've got to get this done. And I sit down and I do it and I do it right. And, and, and that's just something that like, man, I used to put that off for days. Like my clothes would get so wrinkly and I wouldn't do it until it was like, oh, I'm out of freaking clothes that are going to look good for, for work or, or whatever I had going on. And so I just have seen like small changes in my day to day when it comes to the uncomfortable things, when it comes to maybe getting in the gym after a long day or doing weekend chores and I'd much rather sit down and play some Call of Duty or whatever else. I just find that the day to day tasks have become a little easier. Um, and then on another token, man, I, don't, I know we mentioned this really briefly in the beginning, talking about cutting back on water and sustainability the biggest change I have seen in my daily life has become about sustainability and the sense of environmental sustainability and issues. And I'd say there's a multitude of things affecting that right now. I was relatively conscious of all this in the beginning. However, like I think just thinking about that every day, thinking about the effect of my long showers in the past has changed my perspective a little bit. You know, I, I'll give you a prime example. The other day I went and bought produce from the grocery store. Usually those bags end up as bags for dog poop or bags that just get thrown away, right? And it's because we can't recycle them in the recycling bin. You have to take them to the store. And like, I never really made an effort to do it. I looked up in the cabinet. I saw we had plenty of them. I was like, we don't need to keep these. I went to go throw them away and then I stopped. I was like, well, you know what? I'll pass the store tomorrow. Stuck them in my car. I've never done that before. Like never. And it was just a moment where that brief thought about saving that water in the morning kind of reflected on my day. Like it's just been a theme for me. Um, another example, box of batteries, you know, used batteries. I can't tell you how many times growing up, I probably threw them away and I feel so guilty about it now because of the effects that they have. But um, the other day I was like, I've got a couple used batteries laying around that I didn't want to throw away. Well, what can I do about it? Grabbed a box, put it in the garage. Now used batteries go in that box and I'll take them as soon as it gets, you know, even moderately full to recycle them. Recycling old tech that was laying around, breaking down boxes to recycle them rather than 
tossing the multitude of Amazon boxes I'm sure both of us accumulate, you know? It's just been smaller things, things that I may not have done as consistently are now much more consistent. And I think that speaks to the effect of the mindfulness that's provided by doing something you don't want to do. I love that so much. It's kind of like, you know, just talking about, you know, one of the things about Adam is like, is finding the the side effects of what we're doing, right? And, you know, for example, we were talking about doing things in the future, such as, you know, writing a thank you note today. And that in itself, that is not a long-term sustainable thing. You know, whether you send them or not, whichever, that's not something that the average person is going to be able to sit down and think of something every day. But what we hope is that you can feel the appreciation for life and for other people and for things a little bit more. And I'm so glad that things like this are legitimately affecting other parts of your life in ways that we couldn't have even predicted, right? This was not even on our radar in terms of this. Like you go back to listen to the first episode on, you know, January 31st, sustainability, whether we were talking about it, but it was never at the forefront of our brains. It was never a thing that like, oh, we're doing this for sustainability and we're going to talk about sustainability and it's going to be one of the things that we do. I just love how that has become a side effect that's better for you. It's better for your mindset and it's better for the world. I, I, I super love how Adam is kind of bringing that, bringing that to the forefront. You know, I want to highlight as well that we're talking about the effects of cold showers in a very positive light and kind of focusing on the good. And I think that to a lot of people, it could seem exaggerated possibly or, you know, oh, they're, they're acting like it didn't suck. Don't get me wrong. It sucked at times. There were definitely times I did not want to get in the cold shower and definitely days when I was having a bad day where that cold shower made that day just a little worse. I'm not going to deny that fact. But I do want to kind of bring to light that I think the goal of this podcast is to give people an opportunity to do something to slightly better themselves. You know, I chose this challenge initially because I had a bad habit I wanted to break. And, you know, we talked a little bit about your idea of a yearly theme in mind being breaking the bad habits and how that can improve my life overall. And like, I'm already starting to see the effects of that, like just busting a few habits. I'm looking at my days a little differently. I'm looking at my life in an aspect of improvement. It's hard to focus on the negative, you know, like there's definitely negative and I'm sure you've experienced some negative effects as well. Yeah, I'd actually like to touch on that. Thank you for bringing that up. Whenever I would view the cold shower as a negative, I feel like my outcome was in general negative. I'm sure the listeners can hear it now, but I'm just getting over a little bit of a sickness and Whenever I was sick and I would wake up in the morning, because I wasn't going to the gym, I'd wake up in the morning and I'd turn on that shower. I dreaded the shower so much. And when I got out of the shower, I definitely felt a little bit better. But I, for, for that moment, turning on the shower knob and twisting it all the way to max cold is something that I just, I felt dread in like the pit of my stomach. Like, I do not want to do this. And I don't feel like during those times, I felt the results as much as whenever I was just after a workout or I had a long day, I felt very productive and I came home and I showered then. And I think that kind of comes back to mindset. You know what I'm talking about? Like how we view things going into them kind of relates to the outcome, right? That's something that I mean, I definitely didn't think about going into this, but 
I, I definitely feel the relevancy here. You know, one thing that I, I kind of experienced throughout this process, as far as negative effects go, is like on the days where I'm in a bad mood, where work sucked, where, you know, traffic sucked, my commute was bad, or something just didn't quite go right. I found myself hating the cold shower. Like it would make my bad mood slightly worse to go get in a cold shower that's uncomfortable. And I'll be honest, I probably didn't wash as well on those days. And not not saying that I was gross, but I mean, I was definitely in a hurry. <laughs> I will I will ask your girlfriend whether or not you were gross. <laughs> I, I'd like to hope not. I'm pretty smell sensitive. So I, I'd assume if I was, I'd know, but. I'm going to call every single one of your coworkers and say, has Ty been a stinky boy this month? <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, man, it, it, they really did. They, they really would make those bad days just a little worse. I'd get out of the shower and I'd be like, okay, that wasn't that bad. But I mean, when I got in the shower, I was, I was angry to be in the shower. I was like, this is just ruining my day even more. And you know, I think that goes for anything that you don't want to do on a bad day. It's really easy to just turn the TV on and sit there and avoid responsibilities and avoid people. But I had to take a cold shower. I had to shower. It's a part of your day every day. And so it really forced me to do something I hate even on the hard days. And, and I bet there's a positive effect to that as well. I really did not expect going into this that our mindset really had like 90% to do with it. I, I just, there is no way that I could have predicted that. I'm wondering if this is going to be a theme though, is what we put into it is what we get out of it. And I'm sure people who are listening are like, yeah, of course, of course, what you put into it is going to be what you get out of it. But I didn't expect that something as small and as simple as changing a shower to hot to cold, like we would we would see such a direct correlation immediately. You know, I say immediately, but it was retrospectively after a month. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a pretty quick turnaround to kind of realize like, all of these sort of pseudo lessons that are coming from this. I, I think that 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 theme that you're mentioning is that's really just like a life theme. That's something that's so true, you know, that it, it pays off in dividends when you invest your mentality and, and your passion into something. You know, we went into this looking for the positive outcome. So we're going to find it. You know, we're we're searching, we're working for something, we're doing it even on the hardest days. And I think that that really speaks volumes about what a thing a month can do for somebody, um, whether or not we continue doing this long-term or it just has a small effect overall on our day-to-day. -day. There will be an effect that will pay itself over for a 30-day experience. I'm glad that there's come more out of this than what we initially thought. And, you know, we had such a good mindset and such a good idea about this because, you know, we we talked about Matt Diavella and we talked about the Iceman and we talked about the scientific studies and all the benefits that they can bring. And I'm just, I can't help but to wonder if those had sort of like an impact in what we viewed on it, right? Or, you know, if, for, for example, say we start doing, we do a different challenge and all the literature just says it sucks and it's the worst thing that we ever did. I wonder if that would taint our views in the other way. And at the very end of the month, we just say, man, that was just the worst thing that we ever did. I hated it and I am not a better person for it, right? I'm, <laughs> hopefully we never do anything to that extent, but I can't help but to wonder if our, our impressions were tainted because of it or we just legitimately gained so much for, for this trial, you know? So... We're talking so much good, you know, cold showers, they were good, but let's, let's kind of get into some of the things that we didn't expect. So what would you say is the worst thing that 
came of this entire ordeal. It's it's hard to say there was a worse thing, so to speak. I mean, generally, it was a positive experience. I, I would say that the worst thing was just those hard days, man. Like, and, and everyone has those. I, I wouldn't say that it was the majority of my, I mean, most days were good. Maybe two or three times there was a day where I had a bad day. And the cold shower just sucked that much more in terms of like my overall happiness that day, right? But I, I mean, it's really hard to pinpoint something negative that came out of this. I'd say that I had an overwhelmingly positive experience. You know, it probably seems like we're just piggybacking off of each other a lot, but we really did have such a similar experience with this. And that's what's kind of, to me personally, mind-blowing about this entire thing, is that you and I had not talked once about our cold showers outside of today, the 14th and the 31st of January, right? We had not talked about it at all. And we sit here and we're talking about how similar our experiences are. And we, you know, we go back and we listen to ourselves and we go back and listen to the videos that we referenced, like with Matt Diavel and the Iceman. And there's just something that's kind of beautiful about all of us trying this thing and all of us feeling the exact same thing. And there's probably some power of suggestion in there. I'm not going to deny that, but I really think that's kind of like really amazing. And if any listeners, you know, tried it and they had similar, they had similar takeaways from this whole thing, please let us know because I would love to hear if, if it really was for you as it was for us. I just love how we all had such a similar experience with it. You know, my coworkers who did it, people who listened to the first episode and were telling me they were trying it and they, they were telling me like their experiences were similar. They really feel like there is something to be derived from this more than just, I took a cold shower. And I think that is, that is just amazing to me because it's not something that you would ever think would have such a profound impact beyond physical health. You know, I just, I love that so much. I'm really curious to actually see how many of our listeners may have decided to take part in this post-listen. You know, if there's a way for them to contact us that's that they can tell us, I, that's something I want to hear. That's something I think that would be incredibly insightful. And, and, I, and I'm curious if their experience was the same. You know, if somebody really stuck it out for this and hated it, I kind of want to know about it. <laughs> you know, I I really think it had some cool effects overall. So I, I'm I think that it'd be interesting to see how it affects other people's lives who may have had a different mindset leading into this. If if there's any listeners who wants to share their story on the podcast, please send me your experience um, on Twitter at Mr. Kovar. Um, share it with me. We'd love Ty and I would love to hear it, and uh, I'm sure that we. If you want to share your experience with everyone else, I'm sure they'd love to hear it too. So something we also wanted to talk about is what is the best thing that came of all this and. I think yours would be, based on our conversation today, is the sustainability. Is that correct? I I absolutely think that may have been the most impactful piece for me. Like I, I really hope that little bit of mindfulness that came from doing something that I didn't necessarily want to do sticks with me. You know, I I don't think I'm going to get rid of cold showers completely. I think that Maybe taking cool showers, keeping them really brief, and just kind of trying to make the most of it without being completely miserable is something I want to do in the future. I hope that I can maintain that level of mindfulness that's come from changing an everyday habit to something a little better. 
I think that that's something that'll stick with me. I'm hoping that as I continue to do different things throughout the year and get rid of some of the bad habits you and I discussed earlier this year, that I see those changes throughout where I just become a more mindful and complete person overall. I think if there is one word that I want to relay to the listeners is mindfulness, that word that you just use. That was such a huge gain from this. It's going to be hard to put into words, so forgive me if I trip up. You were talking about the breathing. You did the three breaths before you jumped in. And one of the reasons that I loved this challenge so much is because during a cold shower, your mind is clear, right? It's almost like a form of meditation because the first breath, I go, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I do the second breath. It's about to happen and I really don't want to do it. I do the third breath. And before I get in, there is no thought about I don't want to do it. The only thing that is in my brain is nothing. So at first what you feel is the shock. You step into the cold water and it's rushing you and it's hitting your head and it's hitting your body and it's just, it's almost disorienting. But you get accustomed and you're like, yes, I got a shampoo, right? I got to wash my body. And you do all these different things and you let that cold water rush over you and then you get used to it. And then it's like, it's like, oh, I, I, I did all this sort of like panicking for nothing because I'm okay. My body's okay. My brain's okay. I'm okay. And then you step out and you're just warm again and the world is inviting. And there is something to be said about that mindfulness that happens when you're in the shower, right? It's your body is shocked into forgetting everything else that's bad. And, you know, we talk about, you know, if you're in a bad mindset and it might not be cold enough or whatever, and it could just make your day suck worse, unfortunately. But I have found that whenever I have so much going on and I can't organize my thoughts, stepping into that water kind of clears my brain a little bit. Like, I know it sounds like the craziest thing, but it was meditative in a way. Like, there's something freeing about saying, yep, my brain doesn't want to do this, but it's doing it. Like, that third breath cleared my brain. I, I would almost liken it to getting on a roller coaster, your first roller coaster as a kid. You know, what's funny. My first roller coaster that I ever went on was with you. We were at- Oh my gosh. I totally remember that now. You and I wow, rode throwback. the Steel Eel at SeaWorld in, uh, in San Antonio, Texas. Oh man, that was, what was that like 10 years ago now? Oh, more than that, man. Uh, that was, we were a Oh man, that was easily, oh, I'm going to feel old. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I know, right? I'm not old, but that's going to make me feel old. It, it was probably closer to 15 than it was to 10. Wow. Yeah, and so I'll I'll post the picture in reference of us on that trip. Ty and I were very small little things. Yikes. I know, I'm so not looking forward to digging that picture up. But I remember waiting in line to get on that roller coaster. And seeing the the bumps and the and the high arches and the low dips, and my brain was like, I don't want to do this. 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 And then I remember sitting down, and that lap bar clicking in, and my brain went from I don't want to do this to I don't have a choice, and my brain went clear. It was almost like the fear went away and acceptance set in. That is, it's almost 
cathartic in a way that it just cleanses all of the thoughts from your brain. And it's just like, this is happening and we got to get through it. That's a crazy thought, actually. It's crazy to think about, like the way we took away the choice from ourselves with this challenge really makes all the difference. It just had to be a part of our day. And I think that that does kind of lend itself to a meditative state where, you know, it's like anything you have to do where you get in kind of a flow of doing things, right? So I knew that once that third breath, once I inhaled, as I exhaled, I was getting in the shower, right? I was getting in that cold water. And that really lends itself overall to this idea that, hey, it's too late, you know, I'm going to do it. And on the other side of it, we come out enjoying it. So it's a lot like a roller coaster in that sense. It's really interesting how you just said something about the removal of the choice makes it easier to deal with because my wife just recommended that I read a book called Essentialism by Greg McCown. I believe I said the last name right. I could be totally wrong, but uh, yeah, I'll link it in the show notes. So Essentialism kind of talks about the idea of decision fatigue. The idea is the longer of the string of decisions that you have to make, the worse the decisions usually end up being because we're so tired of making decisions. And there's been multiple studies about there. I'll, I'll try to link a, a really good explanation in the show notes. But I think that kind of is incredibly helpful to our mental well-being in the day and that it's like we have removed the option to not do something that we don't want to do. So that should in turn make things that we don't want to do elsewhere easier. Well, we're going to take a real quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about our arrow scale changes and final thoughts on the matter and whether or not you should try this at home. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Guest host Ty here. I just wanted to give a quick thank you to you all for listening to Adam and going on this journey with us. I want to give a quick thank you to Cody for having me on the podcast and doing this challenge with me. It's been a really great experience and something I'd recommend to anybody. Doing one thing a month can help change your life and set keystone habits that make you a better person every single day. Hey everyone and welcome back. We did a sort of time warp. It is actually February 29th now, uh, <laughs> release day, aka crunch time for Cody. Um, you know, sometimes life happens and our break actually became a real break. So, so forgive us for not remembering exactly what we said yesterday. We might be a little repetitive here. Yeah, it's arrow scale time. Right. Yes. Arrow scale time. How did yours change? What did you, what would you, as a final number, what would you give accessibility as far as taking cold showers goes? Man, I'm sticking with it the same way I have from the beginning. It's absolutely a five. There's no reason that if you have to take a shower, you can't turn the water cold. Yes, absolutely. And I think I'm going to go ahead and give it a five, but I would like to give a caveat here. I would like to say that it's 100% accessible to everybody all of the time, except for the situations where you shouldn't, right? Where like that, it's a really bad day and you're just not looking forward to it or you're feeling a little bit sick. I feel like the value that would be derived from them wouldn't necessarily be the exact same. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a five because I think that on the average day for the average person, incorporating it into your schedule is going to be a breeze. And just like it was for me personally, I noticed absolutely no trouble incorporating it into my schedule at all. Yeah, I'd, I'd say even on the hard days, it's still accessible. And I think that that's where we derived a lot of value from it. So I mean, 
I think that I'd still recommend it even on those, those hard days. Like the mental, the mental fortitude I gained from those days probably had some of the greatest effect at the end. Interesting. Oh, because, you know, we were talking about like the willpower and stuff yesterday. So you yeah, think that yeah. it was significant enough even on the, the bad days to be worthwhile? I think in terms of just like completing a challenge, yes. Like I think that th- there's a little bit to be derived from going going through the mud a little bit and putting up with it. Interesting. Interesting. Well, so in, in comparison to what we, we had said previously, um, our arrow scales were, were both fives. So that's that's pretty much remained pretty consistent. Um, excitedness. I gave it threes in both of our last little scales. I, I do think mine's increased to maybe a four or five. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say a four just for sake of actually picking a number since <laughs> I have a tendency to not pick numbers. I'm definitely going to go with a four. I think that I'm excited to see the effects in the future a lot now, like how I maintain this. Before there were reservations about like, yeah, I was excited, but also it still sucks. Um, at this point, I kind of have a, a bit of a plan for how I'm going to continue my cold showers. Maybe a little less cold, maybe a little more bearable, but I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna stick with it, and I think that I'm excited to see where that goes. So as far as excitedness goes, I am in the exact same boat. I gave it a four as well. Uh, you know, today I didn't have to take a cold shower like this morning when I first woke up, but I did. I wanted to. I sought it out. And that's so different from anything that I would do before this challenge started. Like I never thought that I would seek out a cold shower, but I did. And so I think that the excitedness being a four, I think is exactly fair. Yeah, I think that's a good area to be in. I think that that kind of speaks to the effect of the challenge on us both. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, reservations. I'm going to go ahead and give it a zero again. I started at a four in the, in the first portion of our challenge where I was just like not looking forward to it. I moved on to a zero and I'm going to stick with that. I mean, there's really no reservations I have beside that little adrenaline moment at the start, I guess, but I don't, I don't really count that towards feeling reserved. I count that towards being part of the process. I don't really have any reservations about this, and I think going forward, I'm just going to continue continue on taking the colder showers. I, I don't think that there's anything really to be scared of. You know, I, I've derived meaning from all of it, and while it may become just part of a daily routine and the meaning may seem to fade a little bit, I do think, I, I think I'll continue to see progress. So because of that, there there are zero reservations for me. It's very interesting. Your reservations started pretty high. You started at a four, and now it has consistently been zero ever since the halfway point. Yeah, I just don't see the, I don't see it the same way that I did before. Like, like I see embracing the suck as part of part of the entire process of taking a cold shower. And while that may have been a reservation before, now it just feels natural i guess like i i almost feel like that is part of the benefit as far as being reserved goes i mean just turn the water on take the breaths and step in mm-hmm. i agree i i feel at times i'm more reserved than you and so i would probably give it a one if that's just like one step above no reservations because i don't feel like i would be being 100 percent truthful if i didn't feel apprehensive at times about it 
you know, especially when I was just, I'm just now getting over being sick. Uh, and during those times, it was really, really difficult to make myself want to do it. But because of all that, all that being said, I still would put my reservations at the lowest possible number plus one. So we're sitting at a one. I'd say, yeah, I'd say I feel that way a little bit. I think that my mind, my mindset looking at that problem is where I think we differ. It's just like, for me, it's just like, that's part of it. You know, you're going to have those days where you spew a few expletives before you get in the shower because you don't want to do it. But like, that is, that is part of it, you know, like, like, that's why I'm like, I can't be reserved. I'm going to do it either way. And I just see no reason to feel like I shouldn't. I do like your explanation though. I think that if I was to rethink mine, maybe that plus one for those those hard days would be a little more accurate. Well, I'm not saying I'm a genius, but we'll let the listeners decide. <laughs> Are you going to cut that? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm like listening to that. I'm like, you're asking to get roasted in the comments. Like you were asking for somebody just like, please roast me. Yeah. Scoot right on past it. Scooting on. Scooting right along. Uh, okay, outcome. All right, I am so excited for this. I think this is the moment that I have been waiting for the most. You're waiting for me to actually pick a number. How do you feel about the actual outcome of the cold shower? More, more than just a question mark. I want a quantitative value. Well, now that we're at the end, I can say that I have an actual value for you. And I think this value is still subject to change. I, I think it's still subject to change in the future. Time? But for right now, because the challenge itself is over, I'm going to give my outcome a four. Okay, please elaborate. So... The reason I am not giving my outcome a five is because I still feel like there is more. And I feel like when we came in with an expectation of maybe some deeper change on the levels of willpower, and I saw something a little smaller, I'm not going to say I was disappointed. I was, I was thrilled there was an outcome at all. But I do think that it may not have been on the level of some of the stuff you read about. <laughs> like you read about, it's life-changing and... It's uh, it just made me a little more mindful, which is a great outcome. It's made me think a little more. It's made me go through things I don't want to go through a little more. But as far as like perceived health benefits, I still got sick during the whole process. I still, my, my muscles still hurt. <laughs> my skin might be a little less dry, but it's still pretty dry. So, so I'm not gonna sit out here and say that that effect was mind-boggling um i think overall it was a very positive outcome though i mean overwhelmingly positive in terms of just it may not have been what i perceived it to be however i'm feeling i'm feeling pretty good so i'm gonna go ahead and give that a four you touched on something that i would really like to address before we before i talk about my outcome we have talked so highly about cold showers right? Like we have talked about how wonderful it was and how there's zero reservations and you can just do it and it's going to make you feel better. And we've talked about some downsides too, but I feel like for the most part, we have talked about how wonderful it is. And I think I need to express this point. It is not magic, right? 
it is not a once it's not going to be a the one thing that you do that revolutionizes your life like i have been more stressed this month than i have in quite a few months just because of external factors and i can't say that the cold showers made everything better you know it's it's not the magic pill that's going to make you the best human being that you can be but i still firmly believe in all the other things that we have said and the other perceived benefits of it and it, if it seems magic, that's because there is something inherently, for lack of a better word, awesome to be derived from it. It really has had a more profound impact on me than I could have imagined. And for that, I'm giving it a five. Okay. You know, I, I like that. I like that a lot. To build on that, you know, we talked about it. You're talking about it not being like that magic pill. The one thing that I've kind of rec- recognized this as, though, is as maybe one of those keystone habits that kind of holds together a few more for me. You know, we talked a little bit about sustainability um, but prior to our break and how like that's been something that I've been so much more conscious of as a result, as an unrelated result of this new habit, just because it's something that's on my mind with the showers, right? We've talked a little bit about just being more more mindful when it came to my eating in the last episode. Like I, I saw my diet get better because, hey, I'm thinking about benefiting and helping my life and my health in a different way, breaking a bad habit. I do think that it can act as a, as a big keystone as part of your life. I think that goes with any challenge that you're taking on. Anytime you're doing something out of the ordinary, you really do set a precedent for yourself to think differently. So, uh, you know, like, like I'm still going to stick with that four, but I do think that I think that while it may not be magic and while we may not get every perceived result that we read about, it does act as a keystone that, you know, increases other areas of our life, at least marginally. It just changes your your train of thought. Yes, I really like the word that you use there, the marginally. I love the idea of like the marginal improvements over time, over the course of the month. It hasn't been a wonderful, it hasn't been just like instantaneous. I took a cold shower and I had the best day of my life. It's been, I took a cold shower today and it got a little easier. It got a little easier. It got a little easier. Oh, hey, that thing that I was working on got a little easier. Got a little easier. My irritability got a little better. Got a little better. And so I think that's the marginality I think was almost the most important takeaway from this because it's not going to be all at once. And that's why I'm glad it was a 28-day challenge. Right. That's why I'm glad we did it for the entire month of February, because it was a buildup. And now I'm on like a whole rabbit hole here where I'm like thinking about all the perceived benefits we read about. And I'm curious if it's related to that idea that it's it's changing your train of thought because you're doing something every single day that you don't necessarily want to do or that isn't comfortable. Because like people are like, oh, you can lose weight from taking cold showers. I'm not going. I, I think that I'm not going to attribute cold showers to my weight loss because I know that I've been eating completely differently. I've lost like, I think four pounds this month, four or five pounds, which is pretty good. It wasn't because the cold showers, but it was because every day I decided like, I'm going to focus on my eating a little bit more. And I've seen more improvements in this month than I had in the prior month. And it's not like I'm working towards something necessarily. There's not an end goal. It's just that overall improvement has had an effect on my daily eating habits. I, once again, I don't want to put any correlations. I don't want to put any, I don't want to put any causations in our listeners' ears. Yeah, like I didn't lose weight because of the shower. I lost weight because I'm thinking about things more, in my opinion. 
Yes, but I also lost a significant amount of weight this month. I'm the I weigh the lowest now since I've weighed since high school. You know, you did reach out to me and tell me that like what like a week ago. Yeah, well that yeah I just yeah. that was like I weighed myself and I was like oh wow that's. That's a number below 180. That's pretty significant for me. And so what was that? Was it you were you going to say like did that for you? You know, I I honestly couldn't tell you. Um I I'm 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 hoping I'm not putting something together just now in my head and like having my brain like recognize a pattern that doesn't exist. But I just said no to snacks more. And I I I don't want to say that like those two are inherently connected. But I absolutely said no to snacks more. Like I, everything else was like the exact same. Like I still didn't eat breakfast. I had a good lunch. I had a good dinner. Sometimes it'd be a very unhealthy dinner. Like sometimes we'd go out and we would just grub on some Chinese food. Okay. But I, I just said no to snacks. Like usually like the things that was like, Hey, do you want to go? Like it's, you want to go run to Sonic and grab a shake or something? Normally where that would be a yes. I was like, do I really need it? And so like I said, I want to emphasize this again. I'm not saying that there is a direct causation here, but I'm wondering if those two aren't connected, even if on some fundamental level, because it is just very interesting that we both lost a significant amount of weight this month. Yeah. Yeah. And to preface that a little bit more, I, I've been losing weight for the past few months as I've tried to like increase my physical fitness again. But I lost more this month than I usually do. I usually lose like a pound or two a month. I'm not I'm not a big guy. I don't have a lot of weight to lose at this point. Like I'm not, it's not like I'm just shedding the pounds. Like I lose one or two pounds a month max. And this one was just a little more. And I'm just attributing that to my overall mindfulness. Like those two extra pounds make a big difference in the grand scheme of things when you're already relatively like lean. So I think that for me, it was like, just, just that extra thought that I went through every day changed things. And, and this like progressed throughout the month. Like at the beginning of the month, I still was like snacking all the time, eating whatever I wanted at dinner. That's kind of my thing is like, I eat really healthy and then I eat whatever I want at dinner. And then later on in the month, I found myself like maybe making a choice or two here or there where it's like, okay, um, instead of snacking on Cheez-Its today, I'm going to eat some fruit or carrots or whatever else. And then during the middle of the month, like me and Jess started picking up more of those things. Like we we're like, okay, less, less Cheez-Its, more carrots. I love Cheez-Its. Less Cheez-Its, more, more carrots, more celery, more, you know, bell peppers, whatever. And so I just think that I think that overall it just was a positive month. I think I had a good month. So so this is just a question that we have on here. And I think I already know the answer. But was there anything about this challenge that was particularly easy or particularly hard? Particularly easy? Turning the water on? Wow. So insightful. Call you a modern Socrates. As far as particularly easy or particularly hard, hard was getting over the hump. I think there existed a hump for me mentally that was like, yeah, that was transitioning from the countdown to just Shia LaBuffing it, you know, like telling myself that the countdown is no longer necessary and it is just as soon as you open the shower curtain, it is stepping in time. And so that was kind of a, a mental hump that I had to get over that was harder than I thought it would be. I, yeah, you know what? I don't, 
I don't think I had that. I think that's why I'm not referencing that as my hard part. Like the hard part truly was for me, like being a little more serious now. The hard part for me truly was getting in it on those bad days and not thinking it's going to make my day worse or like being angry that I had to do something I didn't want to do. Angry is is even a a harsh word. Like just being like irritated. Like I was like, uh, but yeah, I mean like it really was as easy as turning the water on most of the time. I, I'm not the type of person who hesitates when I have to do something. So like after I take a couple breaths, I'm like, I'm getting in the water. And sometimes I get in the water before I'm done taking my breaths. I just get in the water. Like, I know when we first started out, my approach prior to the three breaths was literally as soon as I open the shower curtain, I'm not stepping into the shower and standing near the water. I'm stepping right into the water. I think that that's just like how I am. Uh, Yeah, I don't really, I didn't find this challenge that difficult. I didn't find myself encountering a lot of humps that I had to hurdle over. I just found like it was always little inconveniences like water's cold and I don't want it today. And, and then like 30 seconds later, it just like, I didn't hesitate. I was just over it. You know, I was like, okay, I've scrolled through enough Reddit. I've read enough stuff. It's time to get in the shower. And then I just turned it on and got in. All right. So now we're at the second to last item on the docket. Final thoughts. Is there anything that we haven't said a million times this episode that you would like to, uh, put out there into the ether? I think that we've said pretty much everything that we have to say about it at this point. Um, I'm just going to encourage everyone to try it, you know, maybe, maybe 30 days seems like a lot to you. Try a week or two weeks and just see how you feel. Um, Some of you may have the hump to get over and may need more time. Some of you may not. I just think that, I think that it's a habit that you should build for yourself. Maybe break that hot shower habit. Like I did maybe break the 20 minute shower habit. Like I did. I mean, it's cold enough, you definitely don't want to be in there that long, so it's a good way to to kind of beat those, um, or, you know, just a good way to improve your day-to-day, it make you think a little bit more, save on water, there, there's all sorts of different things that can come of this, and I think it's individual to each person's goals, so if, if any of this appealed to you and you have that goal in mind, I think you're going to go into this and get that goal out of it. I highly encourage anyone to just give it a shot. Well, you combined our last two elements in one because the next item on the docket is, would you recommend it? <laughs> well, yes, I would. There we go. Uh, so if I had any final thoughts, I would definitely like to say it's been really cool doing this with you. Um, I really liked seeing our evolution and our thoughts, the evolution in our patterns and uh, the evolution in our relationship with the uncomfortable. I definitely did not predict it going this way, but I am very glad it did. So thank you for joining me on this journey, Ty. Thanks, man. I really appreciate getting the opportunity to be a part of it and kind of go through this with you. You and I have known each other for a very long time, have done tons of things together, and this was a cool new experience to add to that list as well as just a cool opportunity to get better as people and and do that with an accountability partner and someone else in mind. I, I really don't think I would have taken cold showers for 30 days had I not been like Cody's also taking cold showers for 30 days and um, don't regret it. So absolutely. The accountability buddy was definitely the thing that kept me going some of the those days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. I would also like to say uh, I definitely would recommend this if that wasn't clear enough through my thoughts throughout the entire thing. I definitely would recommend doing a month challenge of cold showers.
that's it. That's, there's no more. Just I would I would recommend it. All right. Well, if you guys have any feedback, you can reach me at Mr. Kobar on Twitter and every other little bit of social media. Uh, you can find us on the on Reddit on r slash a thing a month. Uh, that's going to be our kind of sort of landing page here until we get a website going. Uh, Ty, where can people reach you? Um, the the thing a month Reddit is perfect. I spend way too much time on Reddit, so I'm sure that I will go in there and read anything you guys put down. I'll respond. I'll make it very clear that it's me. So you slash d schneems will be that will be me that's that's probably the that that's probably going to be the best place to reach me otherwise uh just just email would maybe be the next best and can you remind our listeners what that is again that is maidens tie at gmail perfect okay well i have been cody kovar and i've been ty maidens thank you so much for listening have an amazing day and we'll see you guys in two weeks But before you go, next up on the docket for the month of March, guest co-host Kyle Inman and I will be doing the One Punch Man Challenge, which entails 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, and 100 crunches, followed by 6.2 miles every single day. Wish us luck. Hope to catch you in March.